Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Q Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Alex Q. Alongside me, the inside of the insiders, <gasps> Tyler Q. Hello, everybody. And we have a great episode lined up for you today. Sunday Once- Fun Day. Sunday Fun Day, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Brought to you by Seat Giant, as always. Make sure to get your 5% off any Canadian orders at SeatGiant.ca. And for all of you American listeners, especially in the Bay Area, shout out to San Jose and San Diego and all of you Mountain people. View and, and, uh, and yeah. All of you down there. Over there. Wine country, sort of. Southern wine country. Uh, no. No, not the south no. side? South side wine. Yo. Bark, bark, no. <laughs> SeatGiant.com. 3% off any and all purchases for seats. That are giant, giant deals. Giant deals. There Not giant know. seats. Regular human-sized well, seats. I mean, well, it depends on what venue you're at. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like at the, uh, was it the, is it still the Pepsi Center? What, in Chicago? No, uh, Denver. Colorado. Uh, yes. I still have to check on that before I leave, because we leave tomorrow, so. Pretty All right, sure. that's, why, that's why we're doing <clears> it today, because uh, I'm leaving for Denver tomorrow, going on vacation. Tyler is going to be on. Whoa. No, no, no. Don't say it. It ain't worth it. Too oh, late. What's, what's, uh, what's it? What is it? Um, I don't know what you're trying to say, Alex. It's what they say about, uh, broadcasters when they're not on the show. They're, they're on... Holiday? Not mission. They're not, they're, they're on... Holiday? No, they're, they're not. Oh, they're, they're on, on assignment. assignment. Tyler will be on assignment to go I scout will, the Colorado Avalanche. You're right. I'll be on the Colorado Avalanche and Tampa Bay Lightning. And I'm going to be on ice surf. No, I won't be. <laughs> that, that been- he'll be on the broadcast. <laughs> I'll be on ice surfing. On- no, I won't. He'll, he'll get us some insight. Because uh, from- ice surfing's on Tuesdays and the game's on Thursday, Wednesday. Well, needless to say, special episode. No. He'll be. Uh, he'll be make. Sh- he'll make sure to get us some point of some inside point of view from. I'll you probably know, take some ice level and podcast. stuff like that. I'll probably put some stuff on the Twitter page. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, get some warm ups going. At- the keel podcast, like the keel of a boat, because yeah, that's the how keel you podcast, because it. it's so keel, so keel, bro. Okay, I got my spotty shirt. Dis- you're a disgrace. Yeah, I got my spotty shirt. Wrong podcast. Spotty. I got my spotty shirt in there. I'm just saying. Don't care. Sea Giant. Sea Giant. Three percent off U.S. orders at SeatGiant.com. Five percent off Canadian orders at SeatGiant.ca using the promo code TKP. TKP. Remember to use that. Promo code TKP to get those discounts because if you don't use them, well, you no, just yeah, have to pay have full to, price. Exactly. And you don't want to do that. No. Go to Seat Giant and get the best seats at the best prices. Seat Giant. Great seats. Giant discount. Remember that? Uh, there was a skit from SNL. Uh, 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 Peter, or, uh, Pete Stink and uh, Greg Twinkle. <laughs> Remember the old uh, Jason Bateman? Not Jason Bateman. Um, Jason Sudeikis and uh, Will Forte. Remember those? I'll show oh, you later. All right. right. I'll show you later. Oh, they were funny. They were like ESPN guys. Were, oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, those, I'm not going to say what the things they Preparation did. H. Butt cream. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Getting into this. Let's start off with the first ever Inuk player in the NHL retiring, Mr. Jordan Tutu. Jordan Tutu. Yeah, he retired. First ballot Hall of Famer of uh, the AHL Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, probably. Well... Actually, not really. He'll, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to do his math here. He played a total of the American League. Uh, 151 games played only in the American League. Hey. Actually, he didn't play a lot. Because don't forget, he started out in Nashville when they were kind of, they were that playoff team, but they were competitive. They weren't great. 
I played there for what was it nine years and nine years with uh, Nash. Oh no, eight seasons because I forgot the lockout year. Yeah, played the lockout year with Milwaukee. Well, nine years, eight seasons. Former Brandon Wheat King. Um, yeah, good player. Thousand ten penalty minutes, seven hundred twenty-three NHL games. That's not too shabby. <laughs> not too shabby at all. Don Cherry was a fan of him. He always loved him. I think you know too. Too. I. He, he's a he's a real advocate for the. Um, Gosh, the word coming to my mouth. The, uh, the well, the natives, I, I guess. Uh, yes, the uh, native up, people up in the territories, and I know that that's something in uh, Canada that they've they've been really striving to do, uh, especially with Trudeau. They're trying to get the uh, the indigenous people. There we go. That's what I was looking for. The indigenous with current society. They've been trying to put them together, and it's gotten a lot of scrutiny over the past over the Trudeau's term. But um, Tutu is one of the advocates for them, and it's absolutely you know a great thing. And uh, you know, it, I mean, I was fortunate enough to meet him. Every, Same. Uh, you met him in well. You met him at warm-ups. I met him. I talked to him. He was in a suit. Well, I talked to him for a bit. I talked to him. Well, I would. I, I asked him what his favorite color was. You want to know what it is? Blue. Magenta. 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 You want to know why? Because he played for the Milwaukee Admirals when they're colored from magenta. No. Oh come on. Because one of his favorite uh, hockey fans, one of his number one fans, was wearing a Blues Clues shirt with magenta on it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. He told me that story. It was He was uh, at a player signing down in Nashville. And well, he's like, he was he was like, Jordan Tutu! And he had a Blues Clues thing on it. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, my Good story, guy. My story is, um, so when I was at Davenport my freshman year, we helped out with the, uh, something they do in Grand Rapids. The Grand Rapids Griffins get with the Grand Rapids Sled Wings, and they host, uh, like, a charity game. They raise For money. those of you who don't know who the Sled Wings are, they are a... No, they're, a sl- they're a sledge hockey team. Yeah. They're they're a nice they're a fun team and um, I, we actually we were able to scrimmage them the next year. Uh huh. You have no idea how hard it is to do sledge hockey. Mm-hmm. Sledge hockey along with oh yeah with um like compared to regular skating it's it's we our best player could not do it like you it's, need like upper body strength. Well, and it's I, the same situation of you taking a taking a normal person that has no like disabilities or they're not hurt or injured. And just putting them in a wheelchair and tell them to roll around like school or something, but no, all it's, day. Well, it's well, it's funny. So, anyways, go I, up a hill, I dare you. No, it's hard. But anyways, long story short, I met with him. He's a really nice guy, very humble, very calm gentleman, and soft spoken, very soft spoken man. Uh, one of the things speak softly, carry a big stick, and he had a big one. <laughs> yeah, he had a big big. big um, one of the things. Well, so we talked. We we're talking to him, and anyways, he's just sitting on the bench, kind of waiting for things to get started, and. Since he was a former NHLer, not not a lot of guys on our team really ever saw NHLers. So Dugan, one of our one of my teammates, sitting there, he thought he's, he's like, I'm gonna take a photo of him, and he clicks it. And he's just sitting there, and he's like, Why isn't it going back? Because you know when you take a photo, it goes back to a different screen, whatever. Yeah. He's sitting there taking. the It photo. shows you what the photo was. Exactly. He's sitting there, I'm like it's still going, and then Tutu just looks over at him, just does like a double take and looks over and kind of gives him a smirk, and Dugan's like, Oh, he said, Oh, you know what? He's like, Oh, I taking a video. So Tutu's just sitting there, just. It's like a 30 second video just doing this back at Dugan. Like, what are you doing? It's hey, like, at least he's got a video of Jordan Tucci just like back and forth, back, back and forth, forth, back, back and, forth. and forth. I have to pause here. Are you going to come across here or not? Pause? Kelly, this ain't even pause. <laughs> Screen! <laughs> you can come over here, you know. My So for anyone who's, if you can't see the video right now, Kelly's over here trying to cross front. She doesn't want to cross in front of the camera. Come here. It's okay. You can come here. Hi. Hat. Oh, you, you're not. No one can see. First ballot fiance, Kelly Dietrich. <laughs> not fiance, okay. Not well, not yet. 
Um, We're getting yeah, there. You're getting on that? I'm getting on it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's confused right now. What the heck's going on right now? Yeah. yeah so, um, anyways, you'll see it on the video. Um, well, For those of you who are watching the video. Screen! By the way! <laughs> down in front! <laughs> the viewers, the, all of the viewers that we have on YouTube, all four of them are like, what's going on? We get it. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but get that pink out of here! <laughs> That was a good I, I one. Love, Up top. I love you. I love Up you. Up top. Just gonna send it out of here, boy. I love you, darling. Okay. Let, let's let's just. All right. This is part of the five minute part of the show where everyone skips. Yeah. Um. Back to yeah. So two two. I'm I'm glad you know what. Back to things that. Uh, oh yeah. We're just gonna keep well, going. T- well, it's funny how you retired because he hadn't played since 2017. But I'm. I'm good. It's he got out of the game and he's healthy and he's doing a lot of good for the game, good for the indigenous people. I'm glad for him. He yeah. didn't need to do the Aginla thing where he had to have one last ride, which I was kind of. Well, I mean, he was. I mean, it really wasn't gonna be a last ride anywhere he went. But nonetheless, um, I'm glad for him. Got got out when he's still in good health, and uh, I wish the best for him. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Talking about things that should die quickly. Um. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's kind of low. Just, just, no, that just was pretty just, bad. No, you can stop. I'll take this one from here. Oh, it's just uh, a fun fact. Former New York Island, well, the former New York Islanders, Charles Wang, uh, he passed away this morning at the age of seventy-four. Um, Charles bought the team back in two thousand, and um, you know, I it's it's always a bummer when someone passed away. I know they're gonna do a big memorial for him, obviously. Oh yeah. And uh, it's weird. It's gonna see interesting to see what happens from here. Obviously. I, I don't know exactly how the, his will would have worked, who he gives the team to. Um, well, he was the former owner. Are you sure he wasn't the current yes. owner? I'm going to look this up because I'm pretty... Yeah, he's the former New York Islanders owner. I just want to make sure I'm right on this because I don't want to be wrong. Charles well, I'm going to tell you that I'm right. Oh, he's former. Okay, yes, right. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Damn. I try to make sure I was right. Okay, anyway, so that's, you know... He was there, well, because he sold the team... How many he years was... Ago? He was there for he was there quite for, a while. Yeah, unfortunately, it was a tough year for he was he was there during the tough times and stuff like that. But it's, uh, well, trooper. Yep, obviously our thoughts and prayers with the Wang family and the Islanders family as well. Um, another another name in the game goes away. Yep, and just just to be clear with everybody, I have a sixth sense of humor. Alex where if, is you're, a, if you Alex if you're not jerk. laughing, you're crying, and I don't want to cry today. You should cry because that was no. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, I know we do. We always uh, talk about injury news, but we have a little bit that's kind of important, actually. Um, Pecorine has been put on IR. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened the other night when they were playing Calgary. Um, he so Sam Bennett makes a move. Pecorine gets caught out of the net and he runs into his own teammate Kevin Fiala. Okay. And he was kind of slow to get up, and he kept playing. He made a save later on, and then he just couldn't do it, and he got helped off the ice. This is, okay, if you're in Nashville, you have one of two things to do. One, you can say, oh, no, we lost a starting goaltender. Or two, thank goodness we got UC Soros. Because UC Soros. I'm going to go the ladder. What? You ladder? Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're fortunate enough that you have a goaltender that could play. Now, whether or not, like I said, UC Soros has been played sparingly over the last couple of seasons. He hasn't done a whole lot. He's never been asked to be the starting guy. Now he is. It'll be interesting. Like it's always a gamble when you take a backup goaltender and put him in starting minutes, starting situations where you put him, you know, if you play four games, you put him in three games, or you put him all four games that week, stuff like that. Well, he's going to be playing all four games. Uh, who's Milwaukee's goaltender? Um, I got to look this up here. Um, but 
it's he's think, a good goalie. Nashville's in an okay spot because I'm only hearing right now only a few games. Okay, so I don't think they're going to ask him to. It's not going to be a long term thing. Pecorino, they what they want to do, especially at Pecorino's age, because he's not old, but he's not young anymore. And and it's it's really typical to see um, your star goalies getting older as you know, well, especially the way with he their is. value and their maturity, they they get older. Obviously, well, they're uh, not getting any younger. So he's gonna, you're definitely gonna want to make sure that he's well rested. You know, you don't want to rush him into th- anything. And like you said, UC Saros is a goalie that you don't have to put him in the starting position, but he's there he, when you need him to be. He can play quite a few games if he needs to. That's, exactly. I think that's what they're going to ask He's kind of he's kind of like, uh, I don't want to pump somebody's brakes here, but Lorraine Brassois, like if Hellebuck got hurt, the Jets would be fine. Well, I don't know. Because he's got both, both. Are you sure it's not a different four-letter word starts with F? Because Lorraine <laughs> Brassois has been very underproven over the years. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to. Both, both yeah. goalies, if Hellebuck were to get injured, hypothetically, both goalies would have a great team in front of them with a solid defensive core, and really, they're all they're doing is playing just a couple more games right. a week. And with the with the or a month with rather. a stacked defense core that Nashville has, um, I think they'll be fine. They brought up Miroslav Savoda. Savoda, sorry, uh, played for. They it says they called him up straight from the coast. Uh, that's interesting. He's only played a couple games here. He just came over from the Czech Republic. Last year he played for, uh, oh gosh, a PLZEN, Alex, in Czech. Polzen? HC Polzen? Polzen? PLZEN. Pleasant. Played over the Czechs last year. Uh, played 47 Pleasant? No, that's. Wait, Czech? Czech. That's a good question, Teach. I'm going to leave that one. Uh, played in 47 games last year. 2.1 on goals against average. 9.26. Respectable. But he got called up straight up from the coast, at least with the – that's what I'm getting from here from uh, Cap Friendly, their stats. So, like I said, it's probably just a guy. He's got. He's under an ELC. He's probably just going to be there just to back up for a few games. Placeholder. Unless something happens where he gets called up to a point where it's going to have to be a long term. If it's going to be long term, they're going to make a move, you would think. Um, non-roster goaltenders, they have... Um, well, if it's going to be a long-term thing, they're going to pull someone from Milwaukee, not from... Well, that's as of right looking, now, I think, a, he's, I think he's just being a placeholder just in case they need, like, I think a backup where Savota, in the I think it's where Savota came from. Uh, they <clears> have <throat> Nicholas Westerholm and Troy Grosnick uh, from the Miners uh, down in Milwaukee right now, so I think Savota came next. He played Ugly for jersey. Good team, but, ugly jersey. Well, you know what's funny? Because I looked at... Because they had two twos old sweater, and I totally forgot the Milwaukee Brewers have been a sponsor for... Gosh knows how long because that well, yeah, was like when they had the, same old, team. the old Admiral Sw- Same old, team! Well, it's the same city, you mean. I said same team. Well, yeah, same team. Milwaukee. Yeah, team Milwaukee. But no. Um, Aren't they under the same ownership group, though? I'm not quite sure. Well, I just know because remember they've always had the mint, but I always forgot Good they had the Brewers name on the shoe. Um, oh, yeah, I like how uh, the Lake Erie Monsters or whatever they are, or they became the Cleveland Monsters. And well, I think they just wanted to do And that then just, they made a jersey in dedication I, to the. Cleveland Cavaliers. I think they wanted to do that just because they wanted to be. I don't know. If, that I was a gross jersey. That was well. The fact they changed their name. What was wrong with Lake Erie Monsters? What did they think they were in somewhere else? Because they wanted to identify more with Cleveland instead of Lake Erie by itself. Exactly. Um, but I think Nashville should be fine if Soros. Like I said, if it's long term, it'll be a test for Soros. Um, for a team that let's see, look, uh, they have seven point six million dollars in cap space, so they could make a move. And like 
like we've heard right now, there's teams getting goaltenders back right now. So let's let's look at this. Chicago is going to have to get rid of a goaltender. Mm. Um, Philadelphia. Well, Philadelphia's got Pickard, Neuberth, and Elliott. One of those three is going to have to go. Neuberth is going to go. Well, maybe, maybe. Um, so he's, he's got too much overhead on him. Right, and that's why I'm thinking you're going to get a there's a goaltender me available soon. So if you have to go long term, like I said, Pekarin's only seeming like it's going to be a few games. If not, well, you're going to have to work on something. Well, here's another. Thing, I don't though. think it's they're ready to. They're not. I don't think they're going to trade. I don't think it's worth trading because that means you're going to have to get rid of something else. You're going to have to get rid of a goaltender. Well, also, another thing is you're you don't want to make a decision like put bringing somebody onto the team from an out uh, like a different NHL squad, you know. Like, say Neuverth gets freed up, you don't want to bring Neuverth to Nashville just, if, but if, just so Pecorine can become healthy and then have to somehow trade Neuverth at the deadline. Or drop him to waivers. If you get him on waivers, get him for free, drop him on waivers again. Yeah, but it, you have to hey, hope and wait, pray you hey. get him for free. Well, that, no, that's why I'm saying, like, Neu- like, that's why I said Philly and Chicago are my two examples, because they have three goaltenders on their teams right now under NHL contracts. Forsberg, and I assume Forsberg's going to be the guy in Chicago. Yes. And I assume... Wait, unless it's Pickard again. And I don't know how that's going to be because... I don't trust Pickard, though. I trust Pickard. Pickard... I trust... Okay, that's, this is a McElhenney bias book. Okay, I'll let you go. McElhenney... No, well, okay, McElhenney, I don't think... Well, Darlene's coming back. So that means that I'm McElhenney or Peter Morazic. I'm thinking Peter Morazic's the one that goes in Weavers over there. Oh, yeah. There's no way that Carolina would just give up McElhenney the way he's played this far. So, thus far, excuse me. Not to mention his attitude. It's like a Glenn Hall. He's just a kind of Not, Glenn, good, not Glenn Hall. Uh, Gump Worsley, sorry. The, <laughs> the Gump. Gumper. Just because you look like the Gump doesn't mean you, you got to play like, like the Gump. I'm, I'm just saying, he plays he, He's plays funny. He's old. He's better as he's gotten older with age. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Johnny Bauer's the same way. But then again, Johnny Bauer was in the minor leagues forever. He was in the minor leagues for 100 years before he got his chance for the Leafs. Um, but long well, that's short, how it was with everybody. Uh, People not, John, like, not Johnny Bauer. Well, how old was Terry Sawchuk? He was like 19 when he got called up. Okay, but he was different. Harry Lumley, the... 19, he was different. Harry Lumley got signed when he was 17 years old. Terry died, though. <laughs> well, yeah, he died because... Well, Terry died because he knew he wasn't going to live forever. You know the story. Anyways, True story. Um, I, th- I think, like I said, if if it's only like a few games, UC Saros should be fine. I think he will. He's a very capable goaltender. He'll do his job. He'll... He'll put. He'll keep his team in the games. Nashville's up, up front. will know they're gonna have to be a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. They're gonna play better. Um, play stronger for the young goaltender. He's only. I mean, he's twenty three years old, so he's not. Look he's, for them to make play more of a trap. I don't. Say, I don't think they change their game. I think. I, I'll say this: they will be more defensively strict. They won't play a trap. I just think they won't be as willy nilly offensively. I think you'll expect PK and Ryan Ellis to play more back. They're not gonna allow too many odd man rushes. They're gonna try to make it easy as they can for Saros. Pecorine was. He has that ability to make those ridiculous saves on those three-on-ones, on those two-on-ones, on those odd-man rushes. Because that's how long. he is. Because that's how he's able to. And he's Saros, long. I don't know. And I think with that, because when I, I hate to, I know I do personal reference all the time. When I was a freshman, oh and, and even when I was playing, when I was a freshman at DU, whenever we had a drill, or when I think a couple games I played in, whenever there was a drill that we could not get scored on, we called it a drill, zero goals against. The defense would do everything in their power not to let them shoot the puck. Because they were scared that I would get scored on. Well, they, yeah. they had good reason to. My freshman year, I was awful. Well, so, no, duh. And so you sucked! When I got into games... I Trash! Think, I'm just saying, we played Aquinas my first, my first start. I had six shots in 30 minutes of play. I got pulled after three goals. Why? Because my defense did everything in their power to not let them shoot the puck. 
So that's how it, and that's how bad it was. So I'm not now I'm not saying Nashville thinks that Ustaros is garbage because he's not. I'm just saying I think they're going to play a little more defensively sound with an with keep the offensive attack because they want to help their goaltender out. They don't want him to be bombarded with 45 shots a game because Pekarina right. can handle it. They don't know if Saros can handle it. So just look out for teams that are facing Nashville in the upcoming weeks to um, try to draw more penalties, let really. Let me look and see what they're Because five on five, Nashville is one of the best teams in the league. No doubt about it. However, penalty kill-wise, they're not the worst, but they're not great. Uh, over the next... A uh, few days. They have the Sharks on Tuesday. Gr- great Sharks power play. on Tuesday. Edmonton on Saturday. Decent power play. Uh, well, if you if you if you already stop McDavid the way it's looking. Uh, Tampa on Thursday. Solid. Jeez. Uh, or not not excuse me not this. Oh yeah, the following Thursday. Excuse me. I'm to make sure I was looking at this right. Uh, oh, the schedule is weird. Okay, sorry. Sharks on Tuesday. Nash or. Devils on Thursday, Edmonton Saturday, Vegas on next Tuesday, Tampa the following Thursday, and then Boston on a Saturday night in Nashville on November the third. Sorry, Hector the way they Rene have the schedule has the worst timing ever. Because you got San Jose, solid team. New, New Jersey's, Jersey's fast. pretty good. Edmonton, I don't. You never. That's know. that's a bit if, of. A, if you if you if you slow down McDavid, you're fine. Don't walk on him. And Vegas, then you got Vegas. They're. I don't know. You don't know. Tampa. They can score, They're but solid. you can score on them. And Boston, well, that first line is a help, 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 and help. Hopefully by then he'll be fine. Like I said, it's only supposed to be a few games, but then again. Um, Who knows? Um, wasn't uh, Paul Stasium was, was only supposed to be a few games, and now he's out for three, two, uh, two months, two or three months. We talked about it last week. Um, so Nashville could be in a bind if it's long-term. But I think UC Saros is capable enough to do it short-term. Just for a few games, I think he'll be fine. Nashville fans just need to trust that the front office won't make any rash decisions. Fact. And the best part, no back-to-backs. Nothing to worry about there. There you go. No back-to-backs for the backup. No back-to-backs. You don't have to worry about putting Savota in a spot he's not comfortable with. You keep Saros in, let him ride, see how it does. Talking to things that are on their backs, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Jeez, you are trying so hard. You have to stop. I am segueing today, boys. Um, Put me on two wheels and give me a handle. Let's go. Yeah, and you'd wreck it somehow. Um, so, like the Leafs record getting wrecked? I Well, okay. The record's so, getting wrecked. Ah. Well, uh, shout out to uh, Leafs Fans United, at Leafs Fans United um, on Twitter. They put up the schedule from last season compared to this season. Mm-hmm. The Leafs started out, uh, was it four out of their first six games they won? Yep. And then they fell off the cliff at the end of the month. Exactly. Is that the trend? Are they did here's here's my fear of what happened last year and what's happening this year. You start off so hot in the first less than ten games. We're not even ten games into the season. You think you're doing so well, your offense is clicking, you're getting timely stops by your goaltenders, except for a couple games there. Your power play is ridiculous. Top guys are scoring. You're getting a couple goals from the other guys, too. But you're going to, like I said, it wasn't going to last. The Leafs are going to have to learn to win games other ways. You can't rely on your scoring, obviously. You get shut up by, Matt Murray plays an amazing game. Nothing you can do there. Oh, yeah. You play St. Louis, though? And let's be honest, Jake Allen, everyone's talking, Jake Allen had a great game. Uh, Yeah, but let's be honest. How many chances did the Leafs have where Jake Allen had to make an amazing save? 
Too many. No, not enough, I don't think. I don't... Watching that game last night, it just looked like the Leafs were... Oh, you mean... Oh, you mean times where they didn't have a chance or they did have a chance? How many times did they have a chance? Oh, not not. No, exactly. That's why I'm saying, like, St. Louis <clears throat> last night did a, played a perfect game against the Leafs. Yeah, and the only but goal that Jake Allen let in was, was a, a great screen. Was a screenshot that he didn't see and it hit off him and trickled across the line. Exactly. St. Louis ran the Leafs up and down the ice. Or they didn't run, but they stifled them. They're defensively, they did really well. And it, <clears throat> you can see when... The Leafs, when their stars aren't scoring, when Matthews wasn't scoring, Tavares, well, Tavares didn't play a great game at all last night. Well, okay, I don't no. blame Tavares for that. I blame oh, yeah. a great St. Louis defense because they... They did a good job, but you could just tell they weren't... They were so prepared. That, but, was, that, was the, that was the thing. But that's the thing is, like, if you can't rely... If you're trying to rely on those top guys to score, and we're going to... And you can't. And I, people say it right now. Well, if we had Nylander, no. If we no, because we still have Janssen, Kadri. We have those. Kadri's Kapanen. Cap. Well, Kapanen's on the first line. So, well, yeah, I guess you can say Kapanen. But Kapanen didn't. Marlowe, Kadri, Marlowe, Kadri, uh, Janssen, Marner. Hyman, and Brown. Marner. I mean, those guys. Those guys can score. They can score. They can create. They need chances. to score. Exactly. And you can't just rely on your top two line, three players to score goals. Right. Which is what they did for the first six games of the season. And this was one thing that. We, people talked about when they were kind of bashing Leafs, like, yeah, you got Tavares, but where's your defense at? It's it's showing. the def- Well, the, here's the thing. Last night... The I defense don't... isn't awful. It's just not up to par. Last night was <laughs> Get interesting. Get it, par? Par Lindholm? Well, uh-huh. they, well, they lost... Okay. They lost... Oh, what do you mean they're bad? They lost one nothing. I'm not saying they that lost, they're bad. They, they they're just lost. not up to par. I think they did fine against Pittsburgh. They lost one nothing against Pittsburgh. Okay. They lost 3-1 to St. Louis. I'm not counting up to net goals here. I know. They lost 3-1 to St. Louis. They had a, St. Louis had a couple chances, and then they were able to capitalize on. I don't think the defense has been awful. You're like last night was kind. Of, they had their moments. They showed their signs of weakness. Thursday they did fine. I'm just saying you're just that's showing that the Leafs they had they have to realize once again like they did last year. You can't score willy nilly in this league forever. Right. You, you will go on stretches where you score five or six in a row and like five or six in a row. That's what's going to happen. What I meant by the defense not being up to par was if you put. The offense. If you took all of your offensive players on one team in like a practice setting, and you put all your defensive players on one team, in Austin a, Matthews a doing two on one drills. Everything. Yeah, basically, <laughs> the defense would lose every single time. I, because the defense is not up to par with the skill level of the offense, which means that the offensive players like Matthews and especially Tavares, who loves to back check because he's good at it, they need to. S- they have to take the role of scoring out of their play. That way they can focus more on playing defensively. And you're seeing that with players like Marlowe, who's having to back check a lot, Marner, and another player especially. Par Lindholm is a great player who can skate fast, and he's big. And he works hard. and He, and he's, he, he does everything he needs to. And he's a perfect two-way, well, center, winger, I don't know what he is. Forward. I don't, I don't disagree, but I don't agree. What you're trying to go for you're indifferent i'm in because the leafs like, like i said it's only and i say that's why this going into this season i was just let's calm down everybody let's not get too excited we're not going to score eight goals a game because i knew we're going to get hit by something and when you lose to st louis yes jake allen played adequately enough their defense played adequately enough and they scored timely scoring leafs so leafs need to know when to win these games they need to know how to win these games when you're not playing your best you got to find a way to win these games, especially against teams like St. Louis, who have been shocking, to start to say the least, this year. 
okay? I picked St. Louis to be third in the division, at least, behind Winnipeg and Nashville. Correct. Whichever two finished top two. But I picked them to be there. And to say that they looked like how I thought they were going to look last night, I just, I, they, they were, they They were who they thought they were. No, they weren't. They did not even look as good as they were as I thought they were going to be. They should have, like, I thought St. Louis was not going to be world leaders, but I thought they were going to be a much more, like, skillful team. They just got, I, I don't want to say, I hate, I don't want to say lucky, but they did what they had to do when they had to do it. That's what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? I don't, I don't agree with that wording, nor the, nor the, like, build up to what you just said they they like i said they they capitalized on their chances but they weren't impressive well because Does that makes sense i don't th- i don't think they quote unquote looked impressive and, because the toronto, Ma- the toronto maple leafs as a whole they kind of had to fend them off I the entire game so yes well, what i think we should do from now the on the st louis blues had oh, more okay. zone entries than the toronto maple leafs the entire game more, more quality zone entries. What you're trying Correct. To say. Yeah. More quality zone entries that actually led to stuff happening, like led shots, chances, shots. Yeah. Whatever. So I re- and that really came down to. And we can't really say Freddie played bad either. No, I wouldn't say that Freddie played bad. It was just the fact that St. Louis was given too many opportunities to make quality scoring chances. Now, if St. Louis put all of their shots on net and they didn't miss the net at all, that could have been a seven to one game. Exactly. No. Because it's, it's just the Toronto Maple Leafs defense isn't necessarily Swiss cheese, but there's holes there. Well, yes, there are. And there's gaps in the play. And you know what? I hate to say there's it. There's not enough flow. I hate to say it. It's not like Kapanen's hair. There's not enough flow. Gosh, I thought he was going to go. I, when I, he lost his, his bucket, bucket, you I'm lost like, it. I'm like, let's go. Give Look me that. the floor. Look at that flow. Go. I'm like, I want him to skate. Full speed. I want him to go so much harder on that shift, but I smartly didn't. So, well, no, duh, he doesn't have a helmet. It's a good thing right now because the Leafs have a few days off. They don't play until Wednesday, and they play Saturday. Backskate! An extended home-and-home home against the Jets. That makes no sense, by the no, way. No, that's exactly how it's been for a 1,000 years, okay? Doesn't make sense, but okay. Home, then home, whatever. Home uh, and home should be you have a home game, and then you have another home game. But you have to look at it from the other team perspective. Anyways, they play Wednesday night against so Wednesday. They, away and then they play game. at the MTS Bell Center on Wednesday night. Return to the spa on Saturday. Spotty. Spotty! I have that shirt, by the way. I said that already, didn't I? Yeah. You need a hush. I need a hush. Hush pup. If you're back, no. <laughs> hush puppies. Oh, all right. <laughs> See you guys. Hush puppies and popcorn shrimp again. Um, we didn't uh, even get it the first time. You didn't even sell the gimmick correctly. They don't know that. Yes, they do. They don't know that. Um, it was on camera. <laughs> we hey, we said three hours later. Um, uh, so I think with a couple days of practice, I, I assume they're practicing tomorrow. I've seen them practicing Tuesday. And I, well, actually, they may fly out Tuesday night. So they may practice Tuesday morning, fly out Tuesday, and then maybe have a morning. I don't know exactly how. They, I, traveling in the NHL is so weird. They'll just leave like three days in advance sometimes. But I think this couple of days off will kind of give them a second to realize, like, all right, so we know what we, we were doing, but now it's catching up to us. We have to figure out how to wait because you're going to play Winnipeg, who is ready. They want it, especially after getting that embarrassing loss the other night against Edmonton. Um, there's there's a whole lot of stuff that's happened this weekend and this week rather of teams that shouldn't have won that did well i mean they beat the nucks and then barely beat the oats they got the jets the blues tomorrow before they take on tron on wednesday they actually have a pretty busy schedule compared to the leafs so at least like i said only have wednesday then saturday next week but they have an upfront schedule though right the the jets do because this week the jets got the blues tomorrow they play the Leafs on wednesday 
wings on Friday in Detroit, and then they drive up to, well, fly up to Toronto on Saturday. So the Leafs would get them on the back end of a back-to-back. So, and I assume... And wouldn't you rather have this, I assume the Jets will start Lorraine-Bassois on Friday, I would presume. Yeah. Against Detroit, yeah. And, I mean, wouldn't you rather have that, though, like an upfront schedule where everyone still has a lot of energy and then have a more relaxed back half where you have more practices, you have more that strategy That never happens because February is always a gong show, Alex. Well, we don't talk about that much. We're going we're gonna to cram 31 days' worth of games into 28 days. Yes, oh, three days off. Like, you're losing three days. That can be that much. Yes, it is. That's a day after losing. It's all your fault, Tyler. That's your month. That's, that's my that's, month. That's, that's, that's all you. That's my month. Uh, you know How do you explain yourself? Uh, let's see. Uh, when mom and dad loved each other very much, they got Anyways. <laughs> In May of 94. All right. Um, so I, I'm, not, I'm not freaking out. I'm not panicking. I'm just saying the Leafs, like, you have to understand. They need to be better. They need to be better. And like I said, this is a learning process, and you're going to play two. Process. Process. Two very tough games against Winnipeg coming up here. You're gonna have to learn to win games when you're not at your best. You're gonna learn them. In, you have to. You have to know how to do that when you're in the playoffs. You're gonna have to know how to do that when you're when that later that late season grind in March and April when you're trying to clutch a playoff spot. You're gonna have to learn, and I'm glad the Leafs are gonna have to learn now. They're learning it now, early in the season, so they can figure it out. Hey, if we want to be the best, we're gonna have to learn now. So when you get down into like said, February, March, and April, and hopefully into May, possibly June that you're going to know how to win these types of games when you're not at your best. The last night they weren't their best against St. Louis, and they still had a chance to win. However, they they just they took their foot off the gas. Pittsburgh, they played a, they played a really tough Pittsburgh team. Nothing more you can do that. So now you got a couple days off, recharge batteries, get the mind right, figure out what's going on, what you got to do differently. Take on Winnipeg two times next week. I think that I think they'll be fine. I believe they'll be all right. They'll figure it out. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, so it's, at least we'll be fine. I'm excited because playing the Jets. You're excited? I'm excited? The listeners are excited? We'll talk about them later. The people that are watching the video on YouTube at the Keel Podcast are excited. People listening on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes are excited. And so are the sponsors. The sponsors are excited because after this sponsorship break, we will talk about the people that are a team. A team? And are excited. Yes. After this commercial break, with a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, Tyler here. I love going to games, but buying tickets at the box office sometimes can just be too expensive for me. That's why I use Seat Giant when I want to go to a game. They'll show me the best seats that are available and at better prices than some of the other sites. You can also use Seat Giant for other events like concerts, theater, and more. If you want an even better deal, use the promo code TKP and you'll get 3% off all of American orders on SeatGiant.com. 5% off Canadian orders on SeatGiant.ca. Remember, the promo code is TKP and make SeatGiant your destination to get the best seats at the best prices. Well, thank you, Tyler, with that great commercial and SeatGiant. 3% off of all Canadian orders and 5%... Well, actually, no, it's 3% off American orders and 5% off Canadian orders at SeatGiant.ca and or SeatGiant.com with the promo code of TKP, thank you, Tyler, and we're back with Out of the Wire. That's where you're moving, Out of the Wire. Out of the Wire, all right. How does that make you feel, Tyler? (laughs) We're going to keep going. We're not taking that out. I'm on a roll. That's why they call me Butter. Because I'm on a roll. Yeah, you can't say it twice, Alex, if you're going to do it. Um, 
so yes, Ottawa. Uh, what? Okay, so what I've learned, I was going to say this in St. Louis. You could but, say Ottawa. Ottawa. What the heck is going on here? They're winning. Uh, so what I've learned is that if we bash teams horribly, we should be sure we should make sure we check the schedule. That's why the I'm Leafs saying. suck. No, no. The Leafs are awful. No, 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 no. If we bash them, then they get good. No, because that's our team, you schmuck. No. But, 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 no, because remember how last week, Alex, we don't, we just, Alex, remember we just reamed into St. Louis last week? Yeah, and then they won. Exactly. So we need to ream into Toronto. Well, we did that by saying- Leafs suck! John Tavares! Bush League! Okay, Ben. Austin Matthews, where are you? Um... Well, so we gave Ottawa so much garbage during the summer, and they and now they're good. They are, well, I well, then again, I don't like they're okay. They're winning. How about that? They're a team. They are. <laughs> they're a team. team. They're a team. They're uh, excited. They're excited. Well, no, they're, they're a team that's excited and they're winning. And I'm not looking at the standings for the stuff. I just want to see what Ottawa's records like right now. I just want to make sure I have this right. Ottawa is four, two, and one right now. Uh, a winning record. A winning record. They this was, I'm here's the thing. It's like after watching them on that set that first Saturday night, I wasn't shocked because the Leafs just looked poorly, but Ottawa just ran the Leafs. And they've done so well. I want to make sure I look at their schedule here. Um game log. Uh schedule. Here we go. Um but they've just they've looked impressive in a certain way of just playing. They're just going out there and playing. They're just, they're not, there's no expectation. They've won three in a row, guys. They're doing the sport puck. They're doing the sport puck. No, that's that's the marching band. No, it's sports ball. I think you only do sports ball. No, sports ball, sports puck. Sports do puck you play it. hockey with a ball? No, but you can't say sports ball for hockey. I just, it doesn't make sense. That's why I'm saying you don't that's say sports. That's why I say sports puck. That's what I've been saying sports puck sounds Exactly. Weird. That's why, if it doesn't make sense to say sports ball for hockey, that's why you say sports puck, sports puck. Anyways, um... Okay, so I'll be honest. After the the Flyers game when they got beat seven to four, I'm like, ah, okay, see, Ottawa beat Toronto, but let's be honest, they're still Ottawa. And then they beat Los Angeles, big, okay, shocking. They beat Dallas four to one, man. Then they beat Montreal last night. Montreal has been coming out strong. What? What? You raise your hand, huh? You raised your hand for something. Maybe. You said shocking. Oh, shocking. Gotcha. Um, that shot that that, that shocked you. That no, the mark that shock that Mark Stone shot. Okay, that was dirty. That was okay. So, so they call me nasty. I, I was able to watch. Okay, so I was able to watch the highlights this morning because I wanted to see how the game went last night. Because obviously, disappointed after the Leafs lost, and then of course, thankfully, Hockey Night in Canada. That game ended early enough, and the Montreal Ottawa game went to overtime. So I'm like, all right, three on three. Here we go. I love it. Bob Cole calling three on three. I'm going to miss this. It's just him going. <laughs> he's not calling the game. It's just like. And there they go back the other way. Back to the man. There they go back the other way. Going this way. And they're going back this way. Like he's not calling the game; he's just watching them. He's a fan. Like, man, this is fun. And then they almost come close to scoring, and then it just the. And of course, Bob gives the oh baby, oh baby. Oh man, I was. It was. It's fun to watch Bob. Cole, listen to Bob Cole call these games, and it was such. And it was. I back mean, I'm and pretty forth. sure it'd be nice. Terry to Price watch made him. a big save. Oh, uh, I don't know, cause some guys. Cause I've seen Joe Bowen call him. Like you see in the videos on Sports Center. No, I mean, it. I'm like talking with like his glasses and stuff. He's just sitting there for. The people that are watching on YouTube. Yeah, they're going back and forth. Well, yeah, because don't forget. Okay, you're up in the, Alex, you're up in the gondola. Whoa, Nelly! Well, because, Alex, don't forget. When you're in the gondola, 
you can't look down like this or your neck will break. So you have it down here so you're able to kind of keep everything around you, but you have the glass so you can see the play. I'm aware. That's Ty. how the I'm just make I'm just making jokes and conversation. I just want to be heard. I'm just I know that's why I'm, I'm I was explaining to the people why the glasses were down like that, like an old person reading the newspaper, because they I'm just saying that some people don't understand. Like, why is his glasses like that? Because, well... Because he's old. Yes, he's got But anyways, back and forth they go. Mark Stone unleashes a... Carrie, why did Carey Price even try to make a save? He wasn't stopping that. Because he's a goalie. <laughs> he just unleashed... Just it, I saw the play happen. I saw Mark Stone hop out to the side. I'm like, oh, no. Because I know Mark Stone has a cannon. And he just... Pick the corner that you could hear the you could hear the crossbar in Ottawa and Quebec City where they're eventually going to move. Actually, that's not true at all. They're it's, not moving. They're not. I don't know. I think I'm past that now. Even though I like saying it just because. I know it makes people mad. I know. Um, even though we only had like four listens ever from Canada, yeah. but Carey Price in slow motion was like, no. Here's the thing. He, no, here's what happened. He saw the oh, shot coming nah. and his he went like this and he's like, oh, I should make a move and it's in the net. Oh darn. Don't! Like, that puck went... That thing was a... He was, had no chance. There was no chance in auto. No chance in hell! Thank I, God! Shout I, out to Vince McMahon. Um, yes, because he's holding a spot. <laughs> well, Vince McMahon... Vince McMahon, no. if you want a crown jewel of a podcast, oh, we're right no. here. Do you want something that won't get canceled? <laughs> or moved. Or moved to a different location? Um, uh, so, I, Ottawa, I'm not saying... Here's what I'm thinking. They're a team. They are a team. But I don't think... I think what's happening is that maybe some teams aren't taking them seriously. Like Montreal, how they've been successful. They got Boston on Tuesday. Boston's already whooped them. I think they're going to look at and say, I think they're going to play them hard again. I I want to see... Well, it was like Vegas last year. We see it this year. Vegas ain't doing so hot. Maybe it could be the team that have a chip on the shoulder. Maybe the team's taking them more seriously than they did last year. Personnel <laughs> changes. That can be another. Well, not they didn't do that many. Stasny's hurt. Yes, that's another thing. James Neal's gone, but Ottawa, like maybe they know Los Angeles thought they would walk through them. Same with Dallas. Montreal played them a tough game. Toronto took the Tron. You cannot tell me Tron on that opening was Carlson, hockey. Was Carlson the problem? No, Carlson's not the problem. It's just the whole team was there. Was the mindset, but that mindset now is all right. Let's play for ourselves. Let's play for each other, and they're buying in as a team, as a group. That locker room without no. Carlson. Without Carlson. But no, like, there was so much outside stuff. There was the Hoffman bit. There was the Randy Lee bit. What? Sorry, for a second there, I just realized that you have a gaming computer. I do, yeah. Yeah, I do. Wow. Cool. Okay, anyways. Um, Look at you, nerd. Thank you. <laughs> nerd. Um, but the... But... All the outside stuff's gone. It's just the team now. Yeah. A team that nobody expects to do anything. They're not... They don't care about... They're not thinking about Dorian... They're not thinking about Melnick. They don't care about anything that's going on in the front office. They're just playing as each other. And those guys, Stone, CeCe, um, who's the other guy they just signed? Um, no, just Stone and CeCe, right, with the two big arbitration contracts, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Those guys are playing for contracts somewhere else, okay? They're going to play. They're going to come out. And they're they're going to take teams by surprise here because teams not taking them seriously. Well, I mean, there's this new thing with uh, an, a bigger scalary pap. Scalary pap? Yep. We got a scalary pap. Um, and uh, no more Carlson in there because, well, that well, here's Hoffman. The thing. And, Wasn't it like... When, needless to say, Britney when, Spears when, is no longer in Ottawa. When CeCe was... I mean, what? You mean Alicia Cuthbert? No, no. Britney Spears because, get it, the song Toxic. 
Oh, uh, I could have said I was, I could have said System of a Down with Toxicity, but you know. Well, I mean that is LA. Anyways, but wasn't it like when they played Los Angeles because how Ottawa was retaining on Dion Phaneuf's contract that Dion Phaneuf was the highest paid Ottawa or defenseman under Ottawa's contract the other night when CC got hurt. Yeah, he was out for a game. They're so they're so cheap right now, but they're just they're out there they're just playing. And I really think if you're in Ottawa right now, you got to be like okay. Here we go. We, like, can we? Now, I'm not saying playoffs. I'm just saying they're gonna ride it. They're gonna just. They're just gonna play. We may be experiencing 2017 all over again. Okay. And we may be. It's not gonna be. We're gonna win. No, it's gonna be. We're gonna win a few times. We're gonna. I. I. I next time Toronto plays Ottawa, don't expect the Leafs to take them lightly. No. Don't expect Boston to take them lightly. They got Colorado and Vegas. Uh, I don't. It's gonna be a church league softball fist fight on a Tuesday night, boys. I'm excited to see. Is the, it the next game on a Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, church league something. No, um, well, I want. I'm excited to see them play Arizona because it, remember we talked about Arizona. I want to watch Ottawa play Carolina. Of course you, because you want to see Carolina. Because okay, they're two teams that are younger and they're having fun. They're just having fun. Like Ryan uh, Zingle or Dezingle for Ottawa. Dezinga was in a interview presser that he had. He was joking about... A little bit of a media scrum. A little bit of media scrum. Media scrum. He was just sitting there. He was just joking about how in practice, whenever he would score goals, he's been been practicing goal celebrations. Just young guns, just having fun. Let the kids play. We have a youth movement. Make hockey fun again! There's a youth movement going through all the sports. Through baseball, through hockey, through football, and it's it's making it interesting. Making it fun. Making it fun. Make it a fun well, a to talk capital about. F. Make it a fun to talk about. Makes interviews better. And, I mean... Makes my job a lot easier because I don't hate it. Well, you don't, you don't hate the boringness of it. And you know there's going to be some old people. By that, I mean Don Cherry getting on it. He's, you know he's going to like, oh, look, he's making some making nervous. Even though he talked about line... We saw it. Line A is like, Line A looks oh. like he's done it before. I'm oh. like, well, Line A probably... He probably, during his freshman year and his in year last year, he's probably all out of celebrations. All the goals he's been scoring. He's just sitting there like, uh, uh, that's another one. Hey, that's why Austin Matthews is like, all right, I've done this before. I mean, there's some guys. That, well, Austin Matthews is a sad boy. The single, the single does. Okay, let's, Des- be, let's be fair. Bazinga does not score a whole lot of goals. He's probably waiting to score, and so he can zelly. Yeah, let's just be honest. I'm, I'm not, that's not a shot at the single. Now he's Bazinga. Score, now he's going to score three goals against the Leafs because Ryan Bazinga. Um, but. Have, yeah, I like when they have fun. And that's why I like when, when, when Austin Matthews did how the much two on, you, How much do you want to bet that he does the, uh, oh, what, well, the old Timu Salami when he was... Timu Salami! When he was in... The Winnipeg Jet goal. Winnipeg, the, the, when he throws the glove up and shoots pull. it down. Shoots it down. I like this guy, Dick. Pull! Yeah, he'll get suspended for that, but who cares? Oh, no, or, he not, won't. He'll get suspended. He'll get... He'll get fined. No, he'll get whooped. He'll get fined. If, it, if the league finds him for celebration... It's because he throws. That's what they find people about? No. Because he throws a glove, that's why. As long as he doesn't throw it at a player. What if he accidentally hits a ref or something? No, the ref could uh, get out of the way. Should have been standing there. Um, ref got decked in the Syracuse game. That's something. That's a video you need to watch after this episode. What? There was a... In the Syracuse uh, college football game... Oh, football. Where he... Ref got... He got power-sticked. He got... He got where you go, right up when the right analog stick upward. Right analog oh, I stick. Found, I think I found it. I got the sound off though. Actually, sounds off. All right, I, w- I want to watch this, so I'm gonna move over here. Okay, play it. Oh, boom! 
<laughs> he's just running down the middle. He's going to take it all the way. Bam! Boom, gotcha. The ref looks so clueless. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> he's over here watching. All right, is there a holding over here? Is there a holding over Bam! Oh, that was great. In uh, the words of Don Cherry, keep your head up, kid! Yeah, his head was up, just not looking the right way. Um, but, <sighs> but yeah, I, I mean, talking about teams that are young and they're having fun. Ottawa's a team that's young and they're having fun. Well, they're well, relatively they're, young. And they're, they're having fun. And they're just Carolina in my crusades. Having fun. Hitting the backboards. Except for Peter Mrazek, who's going to get you know put on waivers and stuff. But having fun. Peter Mrazek. Good team. Peter Mrazek's sitting there. Yeah. I'm going to say. Well, because Peter Mrazek doesn't skate. McElhenney is. I'm an NHL starter. Woo! Woo! I knew all this hard work would have done something. If a team was a goal horn, it'd be the Carolina Hurricanes. Just. No, they're really hat. Oh yeah, I was say it's not a toque. Like, rally toque. Is that a thing? Nah, it won't be a thing. Especially their roots toques. Those things are expensive. Anything from roots is expensive. That's what I'm saying. I would not use my my leaf toque as a as a rally toque because it's expensive. I gotta find a cheap one. That's what I gotta do. I gotta find mine. It's somewhere in my room. Next time I go, uh, didn't you wear it like a couple weeks ago? Like last week? Nope. No, you didn't. Maybe not. Um, but I'm. Cage is having fun, and I I like what this is turning into. It's not a, and I, I don't get me wrong. I like I like people to stay humble, but have fun. Like as long as you're not like shoving it in the face of someone else. Like if you're not as long to as the not, point where Brad Marshall goes after yeah, you if you're and not doing the shoves your face in the ice. Like if you're scoring, like you win a game and your team has celebrate, you're not like embarrassing it. Embarrassing a team, embarrassing yourselves. That's fine. That's fun. You know, you're celeb- you're working on celebrations. You're having a great time. You're scoring goals. You're you're not showing a team up. You're not going between the legs when it's eight nothing. You're not. You're just playing hard, and you win a game three two. And yeah, you have every reason to celebrate. You score a big goal in overtime. Yeah, you have every reason to celebrate. <laughs> no, you're laughing. I don't like this. There was there was a team in juniors, or, or it was like I don't know what it was. It was like a junior team somewhere in Canada, and they're like they're younger boys. And really, they're junior players. They're, oh, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they're they're younger. I for, I'll have to find the video for you sometime and send it to you, and then you can repost it on Twitter under the hashtag TKP and the hashtag The Keel Podcast at be, The Keel Podcast. Um, all that jazz. What what happened? So the guy, it was a great tic tac toe play. Great tic tac toe play. Kid scores. They go right in front of the away team bench, and then they did like the kiss black diamond thing. We're like, what? What junior C league is this, dude? I don't know, but it looked amazing. Is this the Wingham Ironmen scoring a goal against Kinkerton? Because that's probably what happened. Might as well been the Wichita Railers. What? No, no, that's the Worcester Railers, the Wichita Thunder. Whatever. You're mixing two coast teams together. Dot louder. Um. Okay, that's Kennedy. It's, I would I would have jumped the bench. I would have gotten that 10 games out of the way. I'm like, I am not letting And you saw the ref just, like, pushing him along. All right, like, show's let's, over. Let's get, keep her moving. Keep, keep, her, keep her moving. Keep her moving. Um, but, no, I'm glad the league's going to have fun again. And, like, I'm, it's kind of like what happened in, like, the 70s and the 80s, you know. Like, Young like, guns just having fun and scoring a lot. And just willy-nilly fun hockey. Let's 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 make this a, let's make this an eight, a golden age of hockey. Because mm. I think about this. Golden age of hockey is already passed. I know, no, like, let's make it a di- like another. They're trying to make it another. Because I'm trying to think. The platinum age of hockey? Maybe. Because I th- think about it. Going platinum. The 50s and 60s, how many Hall of Famers? Gang, gang, gang. 
Wait for it. Platinum. Well, let me keep going. Okay. The two, like, let's... Bosty. The 70s, they had, you know, the rough and tough games, but there were so many great players. So the 80s was a willy-nilly wild open offense. The 90s were the tough defensemen and the skilled players that were able to fight through them. Paul Korea dying. Basically. <laughs> well, that was, no, that was 2000s. Well... Uh, 2000s still had some pretty great players, but then the... It lock- was a bit of a blend. But then the lockout happened. Yeah. And it just seemed like... It was a kind of a wavering spot. Like, I'd say the 40s of hockey. Where nothing, 30s and 40s, where nothing really was going on. Like, there was a great age of, like, the beginning of the NHL, and there were 30s and 40s, and then the 50s and 60s happened. And then the 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. But then the lockout happened, and there was a kind of a great period of, like, okay, there, there's good players here, but is there really a, really a, a certain amount of, like, excess excitement in the game? For us, there were, don't get me wrong, because we watched it, and we, we, we dissected and all that great stuff. But I didn't now, dissect it. I just sat there and watched hockey. And you watched the Leafs lose all the time. That's what we did. I didn't but watch the Leafs games. I was a Red Wings fan then. But then then there was... I watched them on Versus. Versus. Yeah, that Comcast network. But then but then now it seems like with this youth movement coming in with McDavid, Matthews, Tavares... Can we can we not but, classify McDavid as a youth anymore? Because well, he's a vet. No, he's he's not, grizzled. Well, No, no. He's not a grizzled vet. He's only, he just got out of his entry of a contract, Alex. He just got out of it. Yeah, well, he's playing like a grizzled vet. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It Alex, is like there's so much talent in the league right now that they're kind of they're pushing into this era that I think will be looked at for many years to come. Is what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Like there's going to be a certain stamp in comparison uh, in this part in this in this probably 10 to 15 year period we're going into right now that the league is going to look back on in the next century in the, in the 200th anniversary of the league. They look back and like, hey, remember the 20 like. You know, 2015 to 2025-ish area, like those years, those were really great years because you had these guys, all these great players, and all this great talent. In comparison. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's going to be a certain decade. Because every time that they're, they'll bring up this quote-unquote era, they'll just also talk about, yeah, it's kind of like the second coming of, like, Gretzky's and Lemieux's and Yager's. Exactly. And- that's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's going to it's that's what I think, that's what's great about our game is it evolves and it has great talent. The reason why McDavid's not wearing number 99 is because respect, son. And he was born in 97. That too. You want to know why he wore 97? Because Crosby started this whole thing by wearing 87. <laughs> he wore the number that was he was born, the year he was born. And now everyone does it. Nuge wore 93. I mean, he wears 97. Uh, Pooley Arvey wears 98. And uh, I could be wrong. I have to check on that. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's why else would you wear 98? All right, so now we're just waiting for a goalie to come out of nowhere. Number one. You want to know why? He's no, 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 born, not even number one. Oh, one. That's his number. Was born I was born in 2001, boys. Well, hey, we're what's at, your hey, number? Oh, one. We're, hey, we're going to find out next year's draft, aren't we? Oh, God, we're old. I mean, well, yeah. Because your boy, uh, um, oh my gosh, help me out, Alex. Uh, Sveshnikov. There we yeah. go. Yeah, especially got scoring the first ever goal of the year, born 2000. Even though you're literally two years younger than him, or two years older than him. Calm yourself. I'm old. McDavid is younger than me can by I, two years. Can I cry now? He's my age. What? McDavid, er, no, McDavid's older than you. Barely, though, but yeah. still. He's basically wait, my wait, age. Kelly, how old, much older is Matthews than you? Uh, He's six days younger than me. Six, Screen! Six days younger. She's over there. Austin, Austin Matthews is two years younger than my girlfriend, okay? Who has always been the youngest of the group of my friends. I and love, my I love friends. You. And your friends. I love you, by the way. Then again, um, you're a cradle robber. 
What? Gotcha. What? Got him. What? What? I'm I'm confused. So let's move on. Please. Because you just completely stopped any momentum we just had there. Exactly. By your, uh, um, see, at least when Thomas and I do <laughs> when Thomas and I do our things, when I make my jokes, at least it kinda keeps moving unless Thomas just stops and goes, What the heck did you just say? Because usually what happens when I'm doing the broadcast. I mean, to be fair, you brought someone in. She well, okay, she was sitting there. Just awkwardly wanting to walk over to the couch. I'm like, just get, go! Screen! Screen! Thanks for making me feel bad, guys. No. That's you, my job. We told you we were going to start recording. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's called external self-deprecating humor. Really? A.K.A. Moving deprecating on. humor. Keep our moment. Wait, Keep no. Keep our moment. Where oh, yeah, boy! No, I, no, you... I'm sorry. This I is love my this. show. No. I'm the host here. Spoken to. No. You can't start getting in this show. All right. Do you have Here's Hogan. No. This is Kelly in the talking of the audible things and deprecating humor. He's waiting for it. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Hogan Wanties. Hogan Wanties. Who are you? What are you? I yo. Just, I just brought you what down. What do you even do? You. You're an echo. You're, just a you're plant. an echo. You are an echo. Shut up, man. <laughs> what do you even do? You're just a plant. Shut up, man. I love you. I love you. I heard that, probably. I heard that one. Uh, hey, hey we, we are making this game fun by having our show be fun. Right, guys? Left. <laughs> Anyways. Still going. Still going! Um, By the way, first, we, we, as of right now, we currently have two t-shirt ideas. Crusades. Oh. And Hogan Wanties. We have to figure out how to do a hurricane shirt without the hurricane logo. It's simple. We'll just do the colors. Oh, Carolina Crusades? Okay. Ooh, and the pattern? They don't trademark the pattern. Um, I don't think the text. No, you like the like the design of the sweater. Like the, the checkered Carolina sweater. We'll have to look into that. We'll have to do that. I don't know how much. Uh, yeah, because I figure out how much. I got to figure out how the little thing works. And we'll Hogan Wanties works. Hogan Wanties. Just... <laughs> Fire! <laughs> wait, no, no. The, the front of the shirt would be just like like Hogan getting himself set up, and you'd have to wait until the back of the shirt. Like, it'd be a comic strip that starts in the middle of the chest and goes around the torso to the back where he says, Fire! It's going to be one of those shirts you cannot wash because if you do, the, the label is just going to rip off. No, you just have to wash it inside out. Okay. That's what that's what I am doing. I am doing that, by the way, with my laundry. Yeah, you're... Slowly but surely learning how to do adult. <laughs> slowly learning. Slowly but surely. Slowly the toilet but goes whirly. Talking about slowly but surely. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully not too, hopefully not too uh, uh, slowly for Vancouver fans. Vancouver. Mr. Block. I don't want to call him Mr. Pedersen because he's young. He's younger than us. He's two, born in 2000. Why is Pedersen skating again? Good. Yes, he skated 20 minutes yesterday on the ice by himself. Recorded with- by, was that Friedman? Is that my buddy Friedge? Or is that CJ? Not your buddy. CJ or Freach? Which one was it? It wasn't. It was It was reported by the Vancouver media. I'll text Freach here. <laughs> I'll let him know. Freach! It, rep- it was recorded and reported by um, the Vancouver whatever, blah, 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 blah. Vancouver. Canucks. Sure, let's say the Canucks. They got the Vancouver sun. There's a sun in every city. Um, globe? No. Anyways, there's Vancouver. There's not a sun in every city. There's only one sun. No, I mean like the van- like the sun, the newspaper. Like Toronto Sun, Calgary Sun, Edmonton Sun. Well, Vancouver that's just sun. stupid. Well, they, it's like... Well, it's Needless like, to it's say... It's like a Rogers thing, dude. He was skating on the ice with the uh, trainer that he's been working with. 
and he was doing some drills. He wasn't doing heavy skating. No, no, no. It was very light, making sure just back and forth. Because, like, when coming back from a concussion, well, actually, would this be a good time bringing Kelly for this? I'm curious. Nah. Well, we'll have to, we'll do a concussion episode. Concussions, how? It depends from person. Well, well, we're curious. Well, well, are you talking recovery time? Because that's person to person. Yeah, that varies. Bingo. Bango. Well, I'll take the white well, fish. Do we want to bring it up? Ha! We have her here. Do you want to talk about yeah. it? Yeah. Here, grab grab a chair. Come over yeah. here. Okay. Here, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to shift over. Oh here. my Push god. Push table up. Push table Impromptu up. Impromptu guest. Are you Impromptu serious? guest. Yes. All right. Everyone, shift, shift over. All right, Kelly, gotta get the shot here. This is my girlfriend. I don't know if you can see her because the light's kind of off. Yeah. Move Disappointment the table over. To family, I'm Kelly. No way an expert. I just know I, some of the stuff. Kelly, get up. Okay, I gotta get the mic here for you. Um. Okay. So, Pedersen gets a concussion. He was very loopy last week. Okay. And it's a league, by the he way. just skated 20 minutes yesterday, very light skating. How does, when you, you have a concussion, you have to be careful when you're like exercising when you're coming back from it. Yeah, you do. But it varies. It How long recovery time takes varies from person to person. I mean, a concussion is such a big deal because your head literally knocks the inside of your skull. There is like maybe a centimeter of wiggle room for the brain to move inside the skull. So when it hits like that, it can it's a it's a big deal. What they really should do, I mean, I don't think you should be out personally skating anyway. But like, there you go. Gotta get the shot. That's just what they do. But they really want to keep them in a low stimulus, dark room for a while until their brain has time to heal. And what is this his first concussion? Uh, well, at least unknown. At least in the NHL. At least, At least in the NHL. NHL, considering how long he's been playing hockey. Oh, uh, he was born Life. in two thousand. Yeah, a long time. Well, like with when the thing with Crawford is he's just coming back from a concussion, and I've always said like I've I've had pretty hard shots to the head, and I've been able to recover from the most part. Um, but but what, what they really worry about in concussions is the post-concussion syndrome, which doesn't sometimes doesn't appear until two weeks after the concussion. Or your memory gets lost. You're just not the same. And that's what they worry about. And that's what I think that's what doctors worry about and, and nurses. But I think that the NHL just doesn't put that in regard. Oh, you recovered from the concussion. You're fine. But there's the after effects from the concussion that can affect how a player plays and how they think. Because it can really affect their game, not just not just their puck handling skills, but what goes through their mind during a game. Well, that's why when Matthews had the, at least the symptoms last year, he was out for what, 10 games was it? Something like that? That was very, very smart of the Leafs to do, is take him out that long. Yes, he's one of their best players, but that was the smartest thing that they could do, is take him out for that long. How long was that? Like a month, month and a half? Well, it was, he had had a couple, he had a couple issues. One was like the shoulder, and then he had the the shoulder, and the head. I'm glad, like I said, it's a good thing they did too, because you don't want to rush a player like that back. But, well, Pedersen, he wasn't skating hard, though. It wasn't like a full tilt skate. He was very, it was very casual skating. It wasn't like, it was like like a half speed. It was like, he looked like, like an speed. open skate. Yeah, like a half speed type thing, moving the puck around, just doing simple drills. Not, I mean, not, no, was no not, contact. Nobody else was on the ice yeah, he, except for one. him and a coach and the athletic trainer. Yeah, that's a good way to get them back into the game. But it's just all that it's it's the stimulation that your brain takes in from that that can set a concussion, set your recovery time back a lot. Right. It's just that stimulus of the brain. The brain is so delicate, but and you really got to be careful with it. And I think. When Matthews was out last season, the Leafs did a very, very smart thing for taking him out that long. But Patterson, I don't know. Well, like I said, like that was his. That was my phone, by the way. I no doubt. I understand um, that he wants to play as soon as he can, but and I think that's the players' thing. But 
in reality, it's probably not smart. If he wants to play longer than five years, then he should really take the time to recover. Well, that was the thing with, remember, well, that, the reason why there's so much concussion protocol now is because after the whole Sidney Crosby saga back in 2011, where he gets brained in the Winter Classic, and he said he was fine, goes in the next night, gets hit by Hedman, not too hard against the boards, but it jarred his brain enough that he had to miss almost an entire season. So now it's like the league takes it more seriously. And, and like I said, everyone's different. Everyone takes it's It's different player to player. Corey Crawford had to sit out the entire year because he had a concussion. I've taken br- clappers by Marty Furk to the skull, okay? And I was the prevalent. next day. It's prevalent. Oh, I, uh, sh- thank you. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, Everyone reacts differently. So maybe Pedersen has, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's taken a hit before. Maybe he's had that issue before. And maybe he knows that, all right, and maybe he's not as bad as it could be. I mean, do you think that, like, maybe he has a tolerance to it? Is that a Sometimes the younger you are, the younger you are, the worse concussions are. Because, I mean, it's the when you're on the younger end of the scale and the older end of the scale. At his age, what, he said he was born in 2000? Yeah. So is, yeah. he's only 18, 19. He, his brain is not even close to being developed. Male brains don't develop until late 20s, late 20s now, late 20s, early 30s. So that's ain't good news for me because we have established that you were, we've been screwed a while ago. So, well, Kelly, you have fun dealing with his dementia when he's 40. It's actually actually Parkinson's that they worry about now with concussions, with all the concussions is Parkinson's is more prevalent than dementia. Okay. Well, Parkinson's when he's 40. Right. It's it's not, well, I don't know. Just, can no we not turn this, can we not turn this into a bash fest? No Tyler, more. how do you I, feel today? <laughs> can you answer the question without thinking twice? Which question? <laughs> Which question? Regardless. Which question? I just don't, I, I just think, I know he wants to play as soon as he can, but I don't think that's the smartest thing. And I hope the NHL looks at that and says, no, you cannot go in. And I hope the team looks at that and says, you need to take a couple of weeks off and you need to not skate until you're 100%. I, wouldn't, I want to know who their doctors are because I kind of want to punch some of them well, because they're not the smartest. Well, okay. Well, you said like it was, you said about what, like a week and a half before the symptoms go away or they come back? Uh, before post-concussion sy- okay. symptoms come around, so, which is like you're just, you're just not there. Like it, they worry about post-concussion syndrome if you have it. But that's if you can't go back in right away. But if you but it's don't take most, the proper... It, it's mostly related to, like, if you took somebody on a day-to-day basis who's bipolar, basically. Like, one second they're perfectly fine and they seem normal, and the next second they're just sitting there blankly and you don't seem like yourself. No. Kind of. Kind of like that, but it's more internal, so the person is not themselves, but they're not going to outlaw it. But, uh, like, a regular bystander can't say, can, can we'll look at them and they'll say, oh, they're normal, but on the inside their brain... Something's not right, but they're not going to tell them that because well, yeah, because they want to play. Yeah, exactly. And well, because what the Matheson hit happened uh, was it the weekend before we did our last show? It was like Friday weekend. or Saturday. So obviously, it's been almost like you said, a week and a half or so. And he's skating casually, and they're what? Well, the way the process always has been process fr- process process. The way it's always been for coming back has been skate on your own. Make sure your your motor skills are fine. You're able to keep your edges are work. Make sure, like almost like a single skate by yourself in the summertime. Make sure you're all working order there. You're not too gassed. You're not too far out of reach. You're, it looks like you'll be able to go. Then you go in a non-contact practice. You do team drill, stuff like that. And then you maybe go in for maybe a morning skate where you get a little bumps and, bumps and rubs before you go back into a game. I think he's out for at least another 
two to three weeks. Well, that's why I said ASAP. But of course, like I said, he's well, so young. Anything that and he there's wants. no expectations for the Nucks right now, okay? Right. You don't want to force a player like this into a situation where we like you're if you're Vancouver, are you really going for it right now? No. And if, you're and you're not wrong. If, I think it's if, just it comes down to what Patterson wants, really because as as a player, it doesn't matter what sport you're doing, you wanna just you feel most at ease and most in your element when you're out doing the thing that you love to do. So Patterson in his case, he loves to play hockey. He just wants to be on the ice. It's a simple thing. However, the team's gonna be like, Well, we know you want to be on the ice, so we'll let you do this skate by yourself. Just casually. to see where you are, and from there we can assess how much we will let you do stuff. So, because he can't get on the ice without Vancouver's permission. Because I'm thinking, Doc, yes, and the in the league too, because they have this, they have the spotters. They do have the spotters. Um, well, if, he, if imagine this, okay, Pedersen gets dumped by Matheson. He's twenty. Well, he's twenty. Say he's an eighteen years old now, but it's at the end of the season. Vancouver's in second place. They're going for a cup run. There is that discretion coming into play. And now I ask you, Kelly, I'm not saying you'd be the one to make the decision, but what, how do you feel about, like, obviously you're a Leafs fan. No, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So imagine if Mont, let's say, well, yeah. Without bias. Without Without bias. bias. Okay. So I'll I'll just go, I'll keep it Pedersen. Pedersen's gets a concussion in the playoffs. They're going into the finals. They, they, let's just say they're playing Florida. He gets a concussion in game Game seven. Well, no, remember Eric Cole when he got concussed during the uh, 06 final. Okay, he should, so not, he so should he, not have played, but he plays game seven. A he player gets, gets concussed in game one, and he has one day off, and then he has another game the next day. Or what does Two he, days. Okay. Would, would you consciously, as a medical professional... Not yet, almost. Well, I'm saying... graduate in May. Okay, what I'm saying is, like, if... Just say it, all right? Get in that mindset. If you're... Yeah. If you... If you know that you're... Because you're hired by the team to do the job and they have a chance to win the cup or Spit the question out tie would you allow a guy like Pedersen get would you clear him to play if he were in that situation if he was concussed but it was like maybe a game would you clear him? Maybe, yes or no yes ethically no because you are literally putting that person back into harm's way when they are not fully he- healed you are putting them in danger of much worse brain bleeds a worse concussion. These are concussions are considered mild traumatic brain injuries. Like there's nothing to joke about concussions. They're they're very very serious. And if I were in charge of Vancouver, like their medical personnel, and if I had, if it was my decision whether to put Pedersen back on the ice in the finals, heck no, because it's yes, it's my butt on the line for the for the team. And yeah, oh yeah, you're fired because you didn't put like, Pedersen on the line. But if he got hurt even worse, that's a license. That's a medical professional's license on the line because you cleared him before he should have been cleared. That's ethically, I would not do it. Okay. Because I would lose my license. You would lose uh, any doctor, nurse, medical professional would lose their license, especially if it got hurt worse. I, I, I kind of I kind of agree with that. Well, no, I, duh. But it's I mean, it's, it's, it's so hard to look at it from like a hockey perspective. Like, we need Pedersen. If he can play and if he doesn't get hurt, well, that's a, like you said, it's a huge risk. And, it is. And for someone, like, if someone in your shoes, like, you can, yes, you'll risk your job with a team, but you'd probably lose your job as a, just a medical professional. Exactly. Like, that's a huge thing. Like, you can lose your license on something like that if you make a stupid decision like that. Man, uh, that's... Can we get this chick, like, a bear cam? 
a bear cam? You know, like college game day, how like they have the, oh, ca- the main oh, desk and then oh, they have yeah. a camera so, for. So you just be sitting out over there doing your nails or whatever, and then Tyler be like, "Hey, Kelly, what do you think about this?" And you'd be like, "Cut to cam, cut to you." Wait, so <laughs> I think he. Hold on. Oh. Was, so I think that what happened was. He oh should not be on the ice. Well, okay. Well, okay. Well, for any, okay. For all of, well, no, for people in San Jose, any Canadian people or any people that are Amsterdam or whatever. There's this thing called college game day where college football where is caught. Or three analysts and an or, old guy. Or, no, three analysts and an old guy sit there. He, he's the an analyst. And talk about football. There's a, like a stats guy. A, a, he's like the director of the show. He he's brains. He's the, he's, he's Bear. His name is Bear. Bear. Um, anyways, talks about stuff and it's funny. Yeah. Um, man. See, if we had another camera, we could do it. We just give Kelly a mic and just have her stand over there. Okay, just go off camera. Hey, Kelly, how's the thing over there? Well, it looks pretty good. Um, oh, my God. Oh, um, it's pretty good. I do well, See, it wasn't. See, I knew it because I knew we were going to bring her on eventually to yeah. talk about this. I and think I'm, I'm glad that day. we had something come up like this and you were just happened to be downstairs. I am not a medical professional in any way, shape, or form. Not yet. yet. I graduate nursing school in May. We just finished the neuro chapter in one of my classes, so I get this. You actually put me out there every time because it's all fresh in my perfect. brain. Yes, but I think concussions, I just, it bugs we me. We brought you on pro- because you're smarter than us with this kind of thing. Yes, well, but in any professional sports, I just think they don't deal with concussions right. Like, NFL has gotten better, but they're still not good. And it, at, out of all of the sports that I've seen, NHL is the best with their concussion protocol because they don't joke around with it. Because it almost messed up one of their stars. Exactly. Unfortunately, that's the worst part about it. That's unfortunate. That's what. And it in took. my opinion, I wouldn't have minded. Tom Brady kind of needs a up. concussion. Oh please! If Tom, if Tom Brady, no, hey, your oh. personal, no, your medical professionals. That's only reason we're on the show. Your personal beliefs can go elsewhere. Tom if Tom Brady got a concussion, he'd just retire. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's true. I mean, he could. He's about hockey. Would he? Would he though? What, I, you what, know, he, what does he have to do? He's got a, he's got kids. he's got a hot model wife. He's got money all over the world. He's he also got, has he, kids that he's got to live for. So exactly. Oh. He's That's got kids. He's got kids, and he's going to have a TV deal wherever he wants to go, if he even wants to do it. He, can I oh, you can go off your thing. Thank, Thank you, you very much. All right. Kid. So, hey, everyone. A round of applause here for Kelly, our almost medical professional, to help us out, try to determine things and stuff that we would not be able to discuss. We can have our own personal opinion about hockey and how it's to back, but she kind of knows how it works. Even though we have more experience with getting them. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we did the sports. We did the sports. Ball thing. slash sports puck. What? I did too. You played basketball. You didn't get concussions. That's true. How'd you not get a concussion then? I get, well. I would drown the girl before she touched me. And anyway, this and is someone who will keep be for moving in your hospitals. By the way, this is someone that is could be on your hold your lifeline. Oh. She would drown. She's she just would. sitting there with with the proverbial lifeline. Just <laughs> you say what? No, I'm. So if the patient swung, I've had a patient swing at me. I well, I know you have. Can't do anything. But so you've had a patient hit you before. I've had a patient punch me. I've had a patient whip me. Okay, we should. They're, they're, they probably they probably can't Wait, hear. Oh, whip. Over there. Anyway, um, long story short. Okay, Kelly's telling a story. Sorry. Anyways, keep it moving. Um, we're not talking about Johnny Hockey. No, I think we can finish there. I think we should. Um, we should say, actually. Let's just say one thing. Johnny Hockey got hit. Well, I'll we'll post a link to that. Um, well, actually, can we, oh, let's quick mention it. I know. Okay, fine. So, from what we're understanding from the meeting that Dubis and Nylander's team had. Um, at least we got it from Saturday Night Headlines last night. 
um, with from CJ was that Dubis wanted to kind of just talk and see where Dubis or Nylander was at. It was a personal meeting between Dubis, camp. between Dubis and Nylander. Just wanted to make sure they're all good. The way it's seeming is like if, if Nylander, I guess, still wants that eight-year contract. I don't understand why he thinks that he can get it. As he can see, I, we, I wanted to bring it up last week, but I didn't. Kapanen is putting up numbers with Matthews. Nylander put up numbers with Matthews. Corresponding to putting Nylander on his own, I'm curious to see how that works. Illuminati confirmed. Nylander's- Austin Matthews is Jonathan Tavares. What? Be- well, because he, because he got drafted by a team that's not in his home country, and then oh. he did great things, and then by the time that his career is over, he's going to go back to Arizona. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping... Nylander sees this and understands, like, okay, of course, Neil- I understand. Nylander, you want money. Go get your money. Here's the problem. If you want to go somewhere else... Now, don't don't get too hot about this. I, I'm trying to stay calm about this. He's got to understand that Kapanen's production this year right now with, Neil- with Matthews kind of almost shows him that despite you being a very skilled player, you're not that special when you're with Matthews. Without Matthews. No, you're no, you're not that special because you're with Matt because he was yes, you're right. Without Matthews. Because Hyman right. Hyman hasn't really done anything offensively with Marner and Tavares. Don't get me wrong, it's Marner and Tavares and Hyman go gets the puck. We've seen that. But Hyman still put up points with Matthews. Well yeah. Because Matthews Anybody uh, Hy- that plays Hyman, on Matthews' line Hyman is gonna score. Check, get the puck over to Matthews and you either give it to Nylander or he'd score it himself. He gets put off the line. He hasn't put up a lot, but he's he's kind of getting back into that. I am curious to see. What now? Because now, because that was the big thing they were talking about was that that Friedman said was that Dubis has to win this battle. Because well, yeah. guess what? You have Matthews, you have Marner, and you're going to have Kapanen now to worry about. Those are three contracts you have to sign this summer. I know it's early, it's only October, but that's got to be in his mind. Like, because here's the thing if that's going to be the thing of Matthews, you've got Matthews. I, I, like I said, players are all different. I want to know who's in Nylander's ear talking to him right now. Is it Dad. Really, is, is, is it really? Matt? Girl. It ain't no girl. Is he dating that one girl still? Huh? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let me check. Did you just drop the beer? Okay, it was, it's got a top on it. You did not just drop a beer on the couch. Um, I want to say it's his dad and his agent. Well, here, you keep talking for a second. Well, well Mike Babcock was talking about Nylander because obviously all the Toronto media's media wants to ask everybody, so Nylander, Nylander, Nylander. Oh my gosh, you only scored one goal in the last two games. And, Where, what if Nylander was here? And Mike well. Babcock's, and they were talking about the permanence of the Leafs, you know, main roster and everything. And he said that really everything is up in the air until the entire situation is figured out. So that is whether or not Nylander signs or Nylander gets traded. You have or, to trade him. Or he gets, or, or Dubas just says, we have no interest in, like, basically saying that they're going to trade him. Dubas co- talks to um, Babcock and says, we have no interest in retaining this is, Nylander. This is why I hate agents so much. Because you know, as much as Nylander... It's not just an agent thing. It's I, Nylander too. Nylander and his agent. But Nylander's got to see the fact that if he wants to play, he's losing his spot right now, Alex. Remember, don't get too hot. He's losing his spot right now. He's got to see that, okay, if I want to stay on this team that is going to be this good, take a pay cut. Take 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 a pay take cut. a take a year cut. Take well, he takes a year cut. Eric, remember what happened? To Eric Lindros, well, his crew never recovered. Alex. Then again, he had concussions out the wazoo, but that's neither here nor there. 
Well, it's it's also being said by um, Elliot Friedman and members of the Canadian press in Ontario that uh, you can say Saturday Night Headlines, Hockey Night in Canada. You can say it. Well, or the Sports Night Insiders. There we go. Is that better? Sure. Um, where was I going to go with this? Oh, hey, I heard that midnight slots open in Sports Night. Yeah, Austin Matthews contract talk has been also short-term well, deal. Who said that? Uh, the Canadian press, because I can't remember right now, but I remember seeing it in an article, and it was talked about on, I want to s- either it's the fan or some other radio station Ma- in Toronto. Matthews is, go- Here's and, Matthews sorry, is going to because, get yeah, Sorry. Because, well... If it was Bob McCowan, I'm not listening. <laughs> I, don't think was, McCowan I don't think it was Bob McCowan. Is not an insider. Bob McCowan just gives his opinion, and it's entertaining. Like Bob on McCowan, Cherry. Like Bob on Ma- Cherry. Yes. Bob McCowan is entertainment. But, but needless to say. Bob McCowan does not know anything. Because he doesn't even know who John Chaka was. Don't take my word wholly for it because I can't remember where I got it from, so I can't cite my source. So everyone just skip this next 30 seconds. Austin Matthews obviously is looking for a long-term deal with, long ter- with long-term money. money. I think he's going and to I, get and it. I think he'll get it, but as of right now. 8 by 10 probably what's going to happen. But also right now, I think... From what I'm hearing, Toronto also wants to get a five-year deal, like they do with Nylander. I think. Well, that's what I'm thinking because they're they're just. Coming that's why I want to know. That's why I want to know where you find it from, so I can. I'll, ha- I'll have to f- because freaking look for it. But needless to say, it's coming contract. out of his ELC. Nylander should be five or six. Um, Brian, five or six. Um, but also, Marner should be. Marner, I think, will be eight. I don't know for how much, given that he's a winger. And unless he puts up 90 points this year, I don't know if it's going to be anywhere near 10 like he wants. But you see, at the same time, though, eight. but at the same time, though, if you sign them to only five years and they don't produce like they did in their first season the or their first the, ELCs. But that, do you want to fight that, though? Do you want to fight with Matthews? Do you want to fight with Marner? Well, you don't. You can to. fight with Kapanen. Well, you can fi- you're fighting with Nylander. You can fight with Kapanen. It's a situation you're just going to have to have. Because it's that, going to be a talk of. You know, what if we sign him to eight years to this exuberant contract? Well, that's what Matthews is going to get. And Marner wants but it too. But what if he doesn't reproduce? Or not reproduce. Well, mm. But if produce. he reproduces, I know who I'm drafting in 2036. Something like that. <laughs> but <laughs> need to say, just, what if he just doesn't produce? What if he gets signed to an eight-year contract hey, well, where he's getting $12 that's million the dollars a year? That's you take. That's why you, sign, that's why you try to – that's why you have to – that's why it's a gamble. And that's if why Dubas doesn't want to go for eight for Nylander. Because that's the thing is like he understands that I, I'm not saying Nylander is a second tier player, but he's not an all world player like Matthews is. Marner is a very skilled player too. He's not an all world player like Matthews is. Tavares is an all world player. Marner's going to get a five year contract. I took a discount. I just want these. I hope that Marner sees that yes, there's money involved, but he doesn't. Hold on, I know you're about to give me a second here. Marner knows that Marner knows what this winning in Toronto means. Matthews does not. That's why I'm slightly. I've always been nervous about Matthews' contract. Remember when how it took long it took him to sign his ELC, let alone what it's going to be when he signs this contract. Nylander, he knows what it's like to win. He doesn't know what it means to win for the for the city of Toronto for what it means to win the Leafs. That's why it's like, oh, I love playing on this team. That's great. Then sign. What are you? What's holding you back? Don't get too hot. What's holding you back? Captain, I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know how this contract's going to go. Kapanen. Matthews, I know, is going to ask for a lot of a lot of money for a long term. Marner, he maybe he, I think if he's if he just stays with Tavares and he takes examples from Tavares, he maybe take a little off what he want what he thinks he wants. You know, that's why I'm hoping that 
Tavares is kind of that kind of an influence. Yes, I know. $11 million is a lot of million, a lot of money, but he was going to make more in San Jose. He was going to make more in Los Angeles. Well, yeah. If he had listened to Montreal, he was going to make more in Montreal, but he didn't it's give a It's called a hometown discount, boys. That's why, I think, that's why I think Hyman was perfect. That's why I think Marner could be a good opportunity to get a good deal. Marner. But I'm not sure about Nylander, Kapanen, and Matthews. Those are the three contracts right now. Obviously, Nylander right now, but Kapanen and Matthews are going to scare me. Kapanen, Marner, hopefully Nylander, short-term deals. And when I say short-term... Shorter, I'm, like five or six. Five. Brian five or I'd six. say five. A Brian five or six. I'm going to say five flat. Brian five or six. For all of them. Timmy's. Brian five or six Timmy's. I'm uh, going to say five for all of them. And then Matthews, it's... It's going to be eight. It's going to be eight or... It's going to be eight, and I just don't want to bite Toronto in the butt. Well, that's all I'm going to put out of that. That's why I'm hoping that... Well, if the, well you're going to add Seattle. The cap's going to go up, so you'll have room to do it. Okay? Joke's on you. Hyman's going to Seattle. <laughs> don't you dare do that to me! Kapanen's going to Seattle! Nylander's going to Seattle! Not Jaime. Well? Not Well, Jaime. hold on. Hold on here. So if Nylander signed... Three years. For he's, three years... Six million dollars. Six million dollars each year. We are in the window of winning now. We are in the win now mode. The Toronto Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup, and then... William, then I'm okay then the, with whatever happens from there on, at least for the next ten the, years. The William Nylander... That's good for ten years, I think. I think winning a cup is for ten years. William Nylander and or, well, William Nylander or Hyman goes to Seattle, and then Seattle makes it all the way to the finals. And they play Toronto. No, they don't play Toronto because Toronto will lose in like the second round for some weird reason. Kind of like how Vegas is going to lose in the second round for some weird if reason. If they make it, <laughs> actually, who am I kidding? You just have to get by Anaheim, Edmonton, Calgary, and. L.A., who is not looking that impressive either. And in that pool, saying something, Calgary is your biggest competition. Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't say San Jose, because San Jose probably going to win the Pacific. Yeah, they're going to win. Um, Can we cut it? Yeah, cut that's it! enough for today. Um, hey, guys. Um, Well, uh, be sure to follow us at the Kill Podcast, and don't forget to go on Seat Giant for all your best seats. 3% on all of your American orders at SeatGiant.com with the promo code TKP. And for all you Canadian listeners, SeatGiant.ca with a 5% off discount with the use of the promo code TKP. You sound like trying to like Neil Patrick Harris over here. He doesn't, that's not how Neil Patrick Harris Does sounds. that not sound like a little like Neil Patrick Harris? I can't see what that says. Oh, the governor was in Sweet Na- Okay, that's cool. He's in East Lansing. For, former, former. Former governor, Aaron Schwarzenegger. Here's an That's cool. Anyways, um, yeah, we go on see uh, Follow us on at the Cule Podcast on Twitter. You can follow Alex and I on our Twitter pages. I'm done pointing stuff out anymore. I'll put it up, but I'm not. It's getting old. It got old faster than it got old faster than the goalie interference rule. No, you started it. Yes, I did. That was my fault. Um, and of course, be sure to say out SeatGiant.com, SeatGiant.ca. I'll probably check that up later myself. And uh. Yeah, so just see, keep listening, keep listening, keep watching, and um, we'll see you guys over in over a week. Because I'm yeah. vacay. Tyler is going to be on assignment with the Colorado Avalanche slash Tampa, and I'm going to make a drive down to the Colorado Eagles, watch the American League team, you know, do things and stuff. No, and we're not. Yes, no, we you're are. not. Yes, that team are. sucks. I don't care. It's called a job, Alex. I'm on assignment. Remember, on oh, assignment we're in Denver. On vacation. On assignment. Vacation. Assignment. Vacation. I got a job. Let me get a job. If I get a job there, dude, 
sick. That would be nice. That'd be B.A. I'll say it. That'd be badass. I can say that. You say ass. They say ass on national TV. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>